What's happening, everyone? And welcome to episode 28 of I Am The Podcast Now, the conversational podcast where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly video games. I'm your host, Aldo, a.k.a. Bleak. Alongside me, my partner in crime in the podcast is Jonathan, a.k.a. J-Rabbit. Yo, what's up? Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy yeah. Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All, all of the above. Quality happy above. early New Year, because this is our last episode of 2020. That's right. The craziest year of all our lives of mankind for in a long time. No, I wouldn't say the last month of 2020, because who knows, man, when that thing hits midnight, it might be we might go into month 13 uh, you know? 13 yeah. <laughs> it might just change oh god <laughs> wouldn't be surprised yeah well we made it this far man um and sure did feeling really good about 2021 i'm feeling pretty optimistic right um a lot of good things i feel a lot of good things have been happening um i would say starting with one of the most important things which is the vaccine being distributed mm-hmm. right and right. and uh you're on the front lines of making sure that happens um yes sir you know jonathan here works for a public cl- uh, for one of the counties public health and he's literally at the front lines distributing the vaccine to those who are first in line right first uh, first responders healthcare providers is that That's correct right. that is that is right yeah so I applaud you, man. Um, oh, thank, thank you. you for for doing that. And actually, I I want to, you know, I kind of want to bring this up because I'm curious. I, I'm curious what you could tell people who might <clears throat> be listening and are like cautious or wary or, or don't trust the vaccine because I've been hearing way too much of it. And yeah. it's kind of it's a little I, I should say it, it kind of worries me the amount of people who who don't really who don't trust it and who thinks some kind of conspiracy or think it's going to hurt harm you or hurt you what would you say to those people i mean i would say to do your own research um it's one thing to just you know see like the headline of an article or a post and then just outright believe everything that it says and you know what could happen and everything without you know just reading into it um, you really need to do the research. Um, <clears throat> you know, these companies, uh, they tested, you know, many people and they didn't test children, obviously, because uh, it's kind of, I guess, a legal thing. <laughs> hey, let's test drugs on children. Right. Um, so if you notice, um, Pfizer is only available for 16 and up and uh, Moderna is only available for 18 years and older. But, um, you know, the science behind this, I trust science. I trust um trust it and because it's it's what drove the healthcare uh tactics or strategies that we apply today um i know i know there's been some cases where people had anaphylactic reactions and the reason is because um if you had any kind of allergic reaction before to a vaccine there's a high chance you'll be getting another allergic reaction when you get another kind of vaccine um, whether it's a flu shot or or Tdap or you know whatever, um, and when they did these uh, tests with uh, thirty forty thousand people or so, 
uh, one of the exclusions that they had uh, to participate was not having an allergic reaction. So now that um, the vaccine is available pretty much for for us, uh, the public use, uh, you know, people do have allergic reactions. Um, people or people who do have allergic reactions are getting the vaccine. And, you know, sometimes, you know, they will react to this new one. But like, I don't think it's anything to be afraid of. I've received the vaccine. Uh, you haven't turned into a like zombie. Five. You haven't grown yeah. a, a third booby. <laughs> yeah, today is uh, what? What is today, man? Dude, my days are all the fucked 23rd? up. Twenty third. It's a Wednesday. Twenty twenty. It's all fucked up because I worked on like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But um, yeah. So today's Wednesday. I got the first dose last Friday, Friday night, and it was just like a regular, you know, flu shot. Uh, flu shot. Like you know, my muscle was a little sore the next day, and after and after that, it was completely gone. Um, I didn't have like any weird symptoms i didn't you know grow a wing or a tail or anything um i feel completely fine i um uh, i talk into my arm sometimes in case you know they're listening but <laughs> there's 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 no microchip speaking russian yeah i'm not, I'm not speaking russian and there's this other article man someone like came in saying oh yeah we can't drink alcohol if you take the pfizer vaccine oh, and i I did, you know, the research. I googled it, and it has nothing to do with Pfizer. It's like the uh, Sputnik version of the um, vac- vaccine, so the Russian vaccine. Yeah. And like someone posted saying, "Oh yeah, you can't drink alcohol if you get the Sputnik vaccine," and I'm thinking, dude, ninety percent of Russia would not take the vaccine because all they fucking do is <laughs> drink vodka. You know. <laughs> that's yeah. Well, that's a bold assumption, but yeah. Kidding. No offense and, to our uh, Russian listeners. And, you know, like, I know there's going to be some cases where people have, you know, some kind of reaction. Um, that's just that's just what happens. And but I can say in confidence that out of like the 1900 people that we vaccinated um, over the past week, you know, everyone felt completely fine. We had no like uh, emergency situation where we had to you know, start someone fainted you know, giving them giving EpiPens. Yeah. Or someone fainted. So everyone was fine. Um but believe it or not, everyone that came in was pretty upbeat about yeah, the excited. vaccine. Taking so, photos, posting on social media, right? Yeah, and that, and that was like kind of exciting pretty too because yeah, I was I was pretty dead tired, man, doing six a.m. to eight eight p.m. <laughs> it's like a fourteen hour day, and you know, like them coming in all happy and excited, you know, it just made me feel happy and excited too. Yeah, so. right on, man. Yeah, and I I feel pretty excited about it too, right? I think. To me, this is exciting. This is a pretty, you know, pretty big achievement for humanity, right? I mean, we've all been battling COVID and modern science, right? Like you said, it's all about science. Worked hard during these this past year, and people are worried that, oh, it happened too quick. That's never happened before. People don't realize that literally all the brightest minds all the time resource energy went into this and it was expedited so i've worked in research before and i know the process for research takes hell along mainly just due to the the process right the um what do you call not the bureaucracy of it but there's there's a steps all these things you have to take usually you have to submit things and it gets reviewed by the rb and so and so in this case, because this is a, a, a urgent matter, it, they basically had you know no barriers to that. They can just do what they had to do. Um, 
and and yeah it was it was thoroughly researched i mean this is the the vaccine i know that is a mrna based right is that yeah. correct so it, it it um from what i know it doesn't affect your dna it does it, it disintegrates it's it's itself disintegrates once it does its job and there isn't really anything that could in it that can do any long-term harm like you know make give you cancer or give you anything like that right all these things were passed by uh, as far as i know all all of what was in there is things that aren't going to harm you long term yeah and yeah and like the whole mrna thing it's not technically new because it's actually been developed um i think in the 70s from um some kind of uh i'm not sure i think she's from hungary there's a female scientist that, that actually led um or that created the whole basis of this whole mrna uh, type of vaccine um so it's not new she like paved the way for you know basically pfizer and moderna because all of her research that she did from from that time is what you know allowed them to produce these vaccines so it, it was just such an outrageous idea back then it was um totally uh, rejected from the scientific community but now that we're kind of more advanced uh, now than before, you know, starting to uh, be open to these ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, and it's not with the flu vaccine, you know, they're actually giving you the flu. Um, but with COVID, like you're just getting the mRNA strand, which has the code of the, um, I think COVID. the spike up. Yeah, the, the spike of the virus right. so that your body uh, will create the antibodies like, yeah. to fight off the virus if you if you do happen to get it right so you're not actually getting covid when That's they correct. give you the vaccine just so people are aware of that <laughs> that is correct yeah listen to scientists doctors public health officials people who do this for a living as opposed to a facebook post some anti-vaxxer or someone po- posted right because i see that a lot spreading of misinformation people posting stuff that literally posted on instagram by anti-vax vaxxer or by yeah anti-vaxxer websites or anti-vaxxer media and people believe it it's it's i don't know to me it's a big it's a danger it's a dangerous thing it is it's it's a uphill battle and one of the things that you know i kind of questioned my boss and like all her bosses and everything was you know yeah once we get the vaccine that's great but you know we have to give the people the vaccine and you know it's going to be up to them if they want to take it or not and with with all that misinformation and and all that like it might scare people away and so we may have this vaccine but people don't want to take it yeah we won't be able to get herd immunity if if not everyone's taking it right correct uh, yeah so man yeah well if you're listening take the vaccine eventually don't be a dick yeah please take it (laughs) well let's move on to what we're here for video games video juegos yes have you been uh, what have you been playing johnny boy uh, what have I, I been playing, dude? I just haven't had time because I know you've been busy dude, planning for this uh, mass vaccination, dude. Shit took takes hella time and energy, but I did play some Cyberpunk. I played went back to some Destiny. 
Um, played a little bit of WoW, believe it or not. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so it's let's, just... Uh, let's, let's start with uh, cyber, Cyberpunk. Let's start with Cyberpunk. Cyberbug. Yeah. Cyberbug. So we got Cyberpunk. Um, I actually haven't really experienced too many bugs or or any bugs at all um i know it had a huge issue with the ps4 uh but you know i got a ps5 so i i ain't no uh peasant (laughs) um but i mean i've i've enjoyed it so far it's pretty immersive i i'd say um v is the main character i believe right that's the name v yeah v yeah so it's pretty cool. I like uh, going around the the city and everything and looting and it's actually not bad. Um, again, I haven't played too much into it uh, because of lack of time, but mm-hmm. from what I've played, I I've enjoyed it so far. I sp- probably spent too much time trying to create my character though. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> it took me about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. What do you think of Cyberpunk? Ooh, okay this is for okay so for me it's kind of like a double-edged sword i will say i too enjoy it i there's a lot of things i, I do like about it i'm about maybe like 15 hours in i, I would say i've played like a pretty decent amount um Good but Lord. i have i will say the, a lot of the things about it are really good but i will say there are a lot of things about it that are unfinished and and break immersion for me um it's been a little bit disappointing to see i guess and and a lot of it has to do with some of the expectations and the hype and all these things that were promised by the developers themselves that i'm not quite seeing and it's just been you know the launch itself has been a catastrophe for for cd project red rather the developers of cyberpunk 2077 i've been kind of following a lot of what's been going on I don't try to let that affect my experience, right? I don't, you know, I have the PS5 too, right? It's not on PS4, it's a it's a fucking disaster. You people can barely play it. Like it's it's unplayable on PS4 pretty much for a lot of people. Um it, it's just not it's the PS4 is not powerful enough for it. It's like they didn't test it. I don't know what happened there. PS5 it it runs, but it's not 100% smooth. And and I hear this is even an issue on on PC if you play long enough, you start to sort of see where like the wheels start to come off. Um, I've experienced quite a few bugs, like just random shit. Like, you know, the kind of bugs that you see in a beta testing game, like when you're, when you're testing a game out, when it's still in beta or even in alpha or just early, early development, like you and I've game tested and we've tested games out. There's a lot of things um, just like, how, how can I say it? Like things that will pop, like, um, things will pop up out of nowhere. Like cars will just kind of disappear and co- appear. Um, you're in, I'm in a gun battle and like enemies are like fucking floating and just shit like that. That's like, oh, what the fuck? Like this game is not polished. This game is not done. You know, mind you, I also went back to destiny and destiny is as polished as it fucking gets. Right. I mean, it's pretty polished. There are bugs. There are th- exploits that people use, but overall visually it's a very smooth game um yeah. cyberpunk like when you're when there's there's a lot of um you know screen tearing sometimes in certain moments um that that really kind of ruin it for me but you know 
besides that, like the story itself is great. I really like the the world. Like you said, the the, the character. Um, I like Jackie, right? Jackie's one of the characters in the game who's your like companion who's like he's like Mexican American, he's Latino, right? There's a lot of Latino yeah. like inspiration and in, like the gangs in the in the game, right? The Valentinos. There's lots of cool things with that. Um, but like I said, and then there's other things that I don't like as in, in terms of that break immersion is like you can tell they got lazy with the the AI, like the random bots walking in the world. It's a lot of the same voice, the same voices. I've already, you know, in the, in the time I've been playing, I basically have already heard all the same voices. You know, when you walk up to someone and you talk to them, they'll say the same shit, same voice actors. It's like a handful of them for all of them. And you'll see this. You'll be walking and you'll see a character like how they look. And that same person will be standing right behind them. Like it's, it, there is no like uh, <laughs> diversity in like the the characters. It's like what the hell? Like I thought they were gonna, they had promised like each character is gonna have their own. It's it's like a living, breathing world. Everyone has like a a day night cycle. Like people walk around and have like like they have things to do. The same people are standing in the same fucking place every time, and it's just it's just off and sometimes the the voice acting like this the actual audio is is raw like sometimes it'll be like you'll be in a mission and someone you'll hear like the actual you know it sounds normal and then you'll hear someone else talking like it's it's just the those um like the the placeholder voice lines like it's someone else completely different and just like that's the kind of shit i would hear in the game testing stuff that would just break immersion for me it's I, i can't i couldn't help but just like laugh at some of these things so it's been, like I said, it's double-edged. You know, I do enjoy playing it. I've, I've actually kind of paused it because I'm just like, I, I was playing the other day and just like all this weird stuff was happening. Like my fucking car disappeared. Like I went, oh, I, I, my motorcycle, I got on, I had a motorcycle. I walked out, I walked into a bar, walked down and was fucking gone. Right. And so like, uh, just weird shit like that, that keeps happening. I, my, one of my save files got corrupted. I had to basically kind of restart from the last checkpoint. It wasn't too bad, but I heard that's kind of a thing that's happening. It's just, it's just a mess, dude. And for a game that's been in development for seven years by a big company like this, um, it's it's been pretty disappointing, you know. And they're getting a lot of shit, and I think it's rightfully so. People are pretty pissed off. Yeah, they um, took the game off of the PlayStation Store, and they started accepting refunds, which isn't mm-hmm. you know common to do. Um, but yeah, with the save file, I, I read that um, if it exceeds like eight megabytes, it yeah. might fuck up your game. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you don't want me to loot? What's going on? Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of nervous about playing it. I don't know. It's uh, it's a little tainted for me right now. I do want to go back to it again. There's a lot of things I do like about it. I mean, I love futuristic, uh, dystopian, you know, cyberpunk. You know, the the term cyberpunk could be applied to just like a certain type of future, and it pulls a lot of that off and like the soundtrack's fucking dope i really like the sound oh, listen yeah. to the soundtrack the music on its is own. awesome yeah hella good right and i think maybe they spent way too much time the <laughs> money resources <laughs> in the actual stuff like that right like the 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 music and you know the the actors and all that stuff right mm-hmm. as opposed to like the actual game itself man there's just so much other things that i i could talk all day about all the different little things i noticed maybe it's because you know and maybe uh, who was I talking to? I was talking to my friend Adrian in Mexico, and, and he was saying, you know, for him it's the same thing. He was hell excited about it. And he's been really disappointed with it. And he's not playing it because of he's waiting for it to get fixed. And we were saying, you know, like hardcore gamers like us, we notice everything, right? We we have like these high standards for games, 
And when, when the, the, when we notice something's off or, or that, like I said, just inconsistent with the development of a game, it, it's, it just kind of breaks the immersion. Whereas other people who might not be as hardcore like us, right. We're, we're, we have a pretty refined taste for gaming, I would say. And I'm not even trying to sound like, you know, uh, elitist or anything like that. I think it's just when you do something so much, you kind of, you know, re, just refine what you're looking for and what you don't like. Um, but I got this game for my mom, right? I, I had pre-ordered it for her. She has a PS4. She's been loving it. She's texting me all the time, sending me screenshots of her playing or like, you know, just from the game things she finds funny. And she's like, I'm having so much fun with this. And she's like, Oh yeah, it has it. She's like, Oh, I haven't really noticed any bugs. It's working for me. <laughs> but you know, for others, like, uh, you know, the marks of the world, they'll probably notice all the, the horrible frame rate issues right that go on with it my mom doesn't even notice probably doesn't even care right because she's more so is into the content and not so much like the the technical stuff of the game yeah but we'll see we'll see if they fix it soon hopefully they will man but i don't know after seven years i don't know how much more you to me it seems like a a, like a foundational code thing that i don't know if they can do overnight it's it's gonna take a while for them to, to polish or fix well if bungie made destiny 2 like so much better on playstation 5 (laughs) maybe you know the ps5 update of cyberpunk will kind of have the same effects where Mm -hmm. it will go from like eh to like oh this is pretty awesome because man, Destiny Two shit is smooth as Dude, butter on the PS Five, like man. It's like look, play, it's like gaming on a PC. It's like man, uh, yeah, that one is really, really nice. Yeah, it, it's Destiny Two free game on PS Five. That's that <laughs> nice. That ex- has an expansive world that it has. Um, the add-ons, yeah, you gotta pay for it. It's not too much though. I mean, we paid the full game. We paid the full game. We bought like two expansions, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. And you guys can get it for free right now, um, and then just pay for like what twenty bucks for Dying Light. It was, wait, what's it called? Uh, Dying Light. Beyond Light. Beyond, Beyond Dying Light. Light is that zombie zombie game. Oh, <laughs> I'm waiting. For, yeah, we're waiting for Dying Light Dying Two, Light right? Dying Light Two. Yep. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, that today. Yeah. So um, it's it's a really good shooter looter game. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've gotten sucked back into the world of Destiny, and man, I I I missed it. I've been having I've been playing that more than anything else, and like you said, yeah, the the how polished it is in the world, being so expensive and just so much to do in there. Every week there's something something new to do, right? Because they there's every week there's challenges in that game that you can do, earn armor, new loot, level up right and it's like that never-ending sort of loot chasing uh cycle i do have a question though so i i got beyond light but i did not get the shadow keep one mm-hmm. um but and i tried doing the strike so i can do a, a regular strike but in order for me to do the the night one or whatever nightfall yeah nightfall i gotta get the shadow keep one you do or man shadow. that's kind of how they get yeah. you so every so like, often they'll have the, in the rotation <laughs> the maps and and weapons oh, right like okay. zer will have certain weapons or whatever yeah that are from the expansions and you're locked out of them right you're it's behind the paywall okay so, you, so 
So it's not a, a permanent thing. No, it no. just Remember depends on week, the week. Yeah, each yeah, week there's a new nightfall. There's, there's oh. a new nightfall. There's a new... Well, that's just mainly it, the new nightfall each week. Why, why am I tripping then? I'll just wait yeah. next week. Although I will <laughs> tell you, uh, Shadowkeep and Forsaken are on sale right now. Like 70%. Uh, like I think I got for, I think I did get Forsaken, but I know I didn't get Shadowkeep. Shadowkeep's only like six, seven bucks right now, dude. That's like... A, it's not like we're out buying drinks or whatever i i'm saying like it doesn't hurt to get well i am thirsty (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh think about destiny what i what i like most about it it remind the social aspect so that one i've been playing with everybody pretty much i mean i've been playing with my brother one of my best friends and then Corey's been playing and then Corey's friends have been on and We've been meeting random people we've been playing with. And so there's a, a destiny has a really social community and they're all pretty cool, man. Everyone you meet on there is like supportive and tries to teach you things about the game. Cause there's so much since we've been gone that has changed and evolved and they've added tons of weapons and there's new metas all the time. And so I feel like a brand new player again. So I'm like learning every, every time I'm playing, I'm learning something new and ultimately right everyone kind of works towards just getting the highest level you can highest gear you can to be able to do a raid Mm -hmm. or to do competitive right and um i was able to do the raid last week and um it was a lot of fun dude it was frustrating as fuck but man it reminded me how unique the the raid experience in destiny is for a first person shooter because uh, to me, there's like nothing like it, right? The 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 amount of coordination and teamwork and um, execution you have to do to to make to get past a certain stage mm-hmm. is like is ridiculous, right? Because you know we're it just so many things have to go right for you to be able to um, to advance, and you know that it just gets intense. You kind of get into the zone, right, where you're like doing your job, you, you know. And I'll give an example, right, like a uh, in the raid the the theme is it's kind of like a uh you have to there's a lot it's like hacking like you have to go through a lot of terminals right like security terminals and you know someone there's everyone has a role right so let's say that one of the first um phases it's like a security room with data servers and you know you basically everyone has a role one person is like what's called a scanner one mm-hmm. person is called a shit with the other ones. Damn it. I'm blanking out. Um, but basically you're one, someone's so someone's spotting, you know, you, you call out which servers you, there's two levels, right? Top and bottom yeah. and uh, runners go underneath and the team up top has to tell you first they got to get, you know, they got to do this process where they kill a boss and they get the scanner and then they can see up top, which data server you need to blow up. So they'll communicate to you which one to shoot you got to shoot it then it changes to another one you got to run over there and shoot that and meanwhile all, all these ads are coming at, on every at, at everyone and <laughs> not coming on but coming at everyone <laughs> oh my god what the fuck destiny's gone really <laughs> really dirty what the hell's going on <laughs> why is everybody wearing flip-flops and socks what <laughs> no but uh I, yeah and so like I said, everyone has their job, everyone has their role. And if one person dies, everything falls apart. Mm-hmm. And it, I can't tell you, I mean, it took us like how many hours did I tell you like eight, nine hours total for us to get through the whole thing. And that took, and that was like a span within like three days. 
two yeah, or three that's days. a long time. And uh, there were times where we were getting frustrated and people were kind of like blaming each other, but it was never like toxic. It was always kind of like, it was always still healthy fun, like healthy gaming. And it was lots of really good moments, dude. Like I'm talking like playing to like two or 3 a.m. with strangers, right? We're playing with, we had the LFG, right? We had to post something on, on the LFG. Destiny now has the LFG like on the app. Okay. We, we got a couple of random guys, foreigners, right? Like a British guy and an Australian guy and, Mm-hmm. they were veterans right and so they were helping us out a lot and you know we ended up joking with them like we would just random stuff right uh things that you at, at 3 a.m and everyone's kind of suffering this together through this together you feel like you kind of bond with these people right and you become friends with them and that's the experience that i feel like has been kind of missing for me like from all mm-hmm. the games we've been playing lately um so it's it's it feels good to kind of be back to that and i'm hoping that we can get have that again with all the homies right because this is a game we used to play with when 220 was at its peak dude 220 in destiny 2 our clan has like 33 members and i'm like where the fuck is everybody now Whoa. like you know yeah. at our peak we were like all play- we had like two squads dude we had a t- member a team and b team like a mm-hmm. team would go first for the raid and then we'd help the b team get their gear that, that was at right. the at the at the peak man the the but yeah well get changed back into it man well he did download it he oh shit he's halfway uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's got to pull him away from modern warfare and he's still playing that shit yeah he's actually pretty good in that he's game good. Man. he's good at warzone now yeah i mean he's dedicated he's he's a very he can only focus on one game at a time and he gets yeah. really good at it he can't really multitask or you know play different games <laughs> that is true yeah have you been playing anything else uh played a bit of wow um it's pretty fun it's a lot kind of not really easier but more simple you don't have to do like worry about crazy um rotations anymore uh a lot of different things to do in that game um so something that i'll probably play like every now and then a month here a month there uh i think the cap level cap is like level 60 now mm-hmm. so they kind of change like the whole leveling process um whereas before like you can get past level 60 i think it was like level 90 i think was the max the last yeah. time i played yeah so they just you know compress everything so level 60 mm. is the, the highest and then from there you, you have like all your uh gear that has the, the higher rating it's kind of like once you reach a certain level in destiny 2 you know um your gear has in destiny 2 has a certain light level that will just start slightly increasing more and more as you get be- better gear right yeah so it's just like that in, in a wow um mm. yeah so just chilling waiting for other games to come out yeah i mean i don't know what's what's on the horizon you know at the moment um but i will tell you i'm pretty hyped about this uh <laughs> wipe for tarkov yeah man i had no idea dude so uh, i will say in tarkov i've been logging into at least twice a day dude every day just to <laughs> I, it's been the hideout simulator dude i'm just collecting my bitcoin <laughs> fucking refilling refueling my fuel i had my my routine dude i will fucking craft stuff sell it 
I've got like 30 mil, right? Like you probably have more than that, but for me, that's a lot. Um, and I'll, I'll like collect stuff from the scav box, sell it, do it again. <laughs> just like, that's all I'll do, dude. I haven't played one fucking game in, in <laughs> like weeks. <laughs> I'm just, I just collect shit and just, and just sell it. And that's for me, like the, the, the economy part is all I play. And that's fun for me <laughs> with the yeah. whole, in my head, I'm like one day I'm going to take all this money and do some crazy runs and I haven't done shit. And then next thing you know, the fucking wipe is here, right? It's going to all be reset. We st- everybody starts at square one, and it's happening tomorrow. Yeah, it's exciting. And, you know, I was wondering when it was going to happen, and I guess it's tomorrow, even though, like, the update isn't as, I guess, big as people wanted it to be. Like, I, I think they wanted the next wipe to come out when they released uh, the new map, but the new map isn't being released tomorrow, so... But it is still exciting, starting from pretty much nothing. You know, you're you gotta kind of roll out with your scav now to kind of loot what you can and save every bit of ammo that you get, <laughs> because right. you know probably one of the hardest things to come across are the yeah, ammo yeah. that you need for the gun. So you gotta save all the ammo right. now, and then um, yeah. So I think I can power level my guy up, my uh, my my uh, shit. What is he called? Yeah, PC? PMC? PMC. PMC. I'm on PC. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can I feel I can level up my PMC pretty good. You know, I've gotten pretty pretty good on the uh on the uh factory map, so I'm ready to nice. take off some heads, man. Does this mean that we're gonna start playing Tarko again, you and I? It might be, dude. I'm off tomorrow, so it's a perfect Ooh, time for a wipe. Early morning session. You know it. You promise? <laughs> yeah, man. Promise, yeah. baby. Well, hey, um, we should run a labs tonight. Quick tomorrow. lab run. Well, no, what we time? can't tomorrow. We can't tomorrow unless, I don't know, what time What time did I reset in Russia? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's it's it in Russian be. time. I think it's actually it's, a few hours, so who it's knows? Probably, <laughs> it's probably going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more Tarkov talk to come. It's yeah. Our fellow... Uh, podcast members who are mia god damn it yeah we got much to maybe maybe joe will come back to uh tarkov man I tell know, him that right? it's gonna reset tomorrow and that he I'm can gonna, uh gonna, he can run around and, with his pistol <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that's pretty much it for gaming i think it's been pretty pretty chill pretty quiet with in terms of gaming for us at least i'm sure there's tons of in indie games all kinds of games coming out all the time but we don't have that kind of time unfortunately yeah so we kind of stick to our guns uh but we'll be yeah we'll see pretty excited to see what's to come this coming year right this next year with next gen finally here i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of cool games that are gonna be coming out soon or gonna be announced um pretty soon so pretty hyped about that um but uh yeah man any um any movies or shows because i feel like i've been watching a lot of shit lately so i i I can talk about that but what have you seen you know i can't even think of off the top of my head man but i started queen's gambit that show's pretty cool man that Um, one's cool i'm into chess so i I, it's really like uh interesting to me and it's also interesting too because it's kind of like drug related as well yeah yeah um (laughs) Yeah, substance abuse. Substance and abuse and mental, everything. Like mental, there's like a emotional, mental um, 
trauma there as well, right? It's like psychological. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this it's a, like a, what a, they call it cerebral type of show. Yeah. Yeah, so it hella stimulates my mind and shit. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's, I mean, I've been watching, still watching Sherlock because that shit takes a long time to, hmm. to get through. You know, it's like an hour and a half an episode. But I'm almost done with that, so I'm pretty excited to see how it all comes together for uh, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Queen's. I definitely recommend Queen's Gambit if you're into chess slightly. And even if not, I think it's also an interesting show for that era and time, right? I think it takes place like in the, I want to say like, 60s 70s 50s 60s yeah before it's not yeah before 70s for sure yeah okay yeah that's a to me that's a really interesting time period it kind of that show kind of reminded me of mad men did you ever watch mad men no i've uh heard about it and seen that's some, a like, good trailers, show to, I never to saw watch eventually that's one that you guys should check out eventually but um to me just the what society was like in those days it was pretty interesting to me dude um yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of sexism, obviously, and, and uh, you know injustices and whatnot. But it it I I like shows from that era. So if you're into mm-hmm. that time period, check it out. Um, did you watch? Did you finish Mandalorian? Oh, that's the other show I got to catch up on, dude. No, I haven't, oh. dude. I'm still on episode. I just finished episode three like a couple weeks ago. So oh, okay. I heard oh, the ending. Three? Yeah, of, the, of this uh, season two of the season two. Yeah, Ooh, so I'm you're, hella you're behind, buddy. I'm hella behind. Yeah, I heard like it got crazy towards the end, so <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. Pro- I might do that. Me. Yeah, I might do that probably like this this coming weekend. So uh, yeah. I would recommend it, dude. I, I would say for me, Mandalorian has become probably one of my favorite Star Wars things. Like it's up there dude i'm i would even consider saying it's like probably my favorite star wars entity like the way it finished dude i was just like man i was blown away i i i I was loving like the the i've been loving the series and just the way it ended dude it got me fucking hype like how or it got me hype and also like just lots of emotions right i'm just like damn this is really well done this is a really this is what star wars should have been like always you know because star <laughs> wars is kind of like it, it just so many different you know it, it's gone in so many different directions kind of and this is the closest it's gotten to like like kind of gritty like the most for me the most like emotional right because everything else has been sort of like too like blockbuster hollywood like too superficial right like all the old some of the older movies um and you the new ones the new disney movies um a little corny but this mm-hmm. one to me seems most like genuine like it seems it it's it, they just nailed it dude so yeah i hope you watch it soon yeah definitely definitely will yeah but yeah man um I'm, i've let's see i haven't really watched anything i've been watching a lot of war movies on netflix i've been kind of like into like a war movie phase I've always loved war movies. I know you love war movies. Oh, dude! Speaking of war, I was watching this like, I think it was in uh, Arab, Arabic. 
Oh, it's I think called I like what you're it's about. like like mogul or mofol or something. Mosul, 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 mosul. Yeah, yeah, dude, that shit's pretty intense, I, man. I heard it's good. And one of my <laughs> other friends told me to check it out. He told yeah, me it's a good you got to check it out, dude. The intro's like, all right, I'm watching this shit all the time. I'll have to check that out. It's on my list. I, it's it's queued up. Um, yeah, I've been when I'm not playing games. Um, I'm, I'm, I have Netflix on since I got my PS five, I've been using it for my media cause I wasn't really, I never used my PS four for that. Mm-hmm. Now that I am, I'm watching a lot more Netflix again and I've just been watching a shitload of like war movies and war documentaries and stuff. Um, I watched a few recently that are pretty, to me, I'm like, I would say only watch them if you're really into like world war or world war two stuff or just war movies in general. Um, but I watched one. You might like this one. It's called Ghosts of War. Okay. So have you heard of that one? I think I saw that on Netflix, maybe. You probably saw it on the, yeah. the thumbnail on Netflix. Yeah. It's it's not that great. It's not that great. But it is pretty interesting. I will say is, it to is me. Is that supposed it's, to be like a scary movie? Ki- yeah, kinda. So yeah. it's a World War Two their Allied soldiers, Americans in Germany, or I think it's like in I don't know if it's France or somewhere, Italy, one of those that they drop in on and help. And they start seeing like ghosts and they're supposed to, basically they're supposed to kind of overwatch a a mansion, like an old, like, uh, what do they call them? Um, Like those French, I forget what the... Castle? It's kind of like a castle, yeah. Like an old big ass mansion castle thing and it's basically haunted, right? Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but that's sh- crazy shit starts to happen when they're, once they're there, um, <laughs> there's a pretty interesting, you know, sort of like twist at the end. I'll just kind of leave it at that. Um, but the acting, <laughs> acting's pretty bad. Sometimes it's a little corny. Dude, what was but, that movie that we saw where it was a world war two movie, but they're also getting like injected with some kind of yeah, like overload, serum, overlord. overlord. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. one where I passed out at. <laughs> that shit was the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun night dude. man that, that just makes fun. me miss like pre-covid times like we went to the bar we went to the arcade in the theater me and chang yeah. were drunk so we <laughs> was chang there chang was, was there right? yeah he we was pa- there, i think yeah. i passed out i think he passed out <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, was a fun time <laughs> so that this movie kind of reminds me of that one yeah a little bit um there's some like black mirror ish type stuff to it but that's all kind of art i'll say about that um, right. another movie I, I re- I just actually finished it before this podcast. Um, it's called the outpost. Have you seen that? Uh, it sounds familiar. I probably yeah, saw probably it, on, it on, uh, Netflix on Netflix too. too. Yeah. Yeah. That one, it, so this one, it's based on a true story, right? Of, a of a battle in, uh, Afghanistan. So this is more modern times and they basically, it's a, it was a military outpost that was just in one of the worst, like strategic spots of all time right it was like in it was like in between a canyon so like the enemies always had the the high ground and they're just constantly getting attacked and it all culminates into like a final battle at the end pretty much it kind of reminds me of like black hawk down they're basically pinned down they've got no cover i mean they've got no like reinforcements they've got no medivacs it's -hmm. just uh like a like a foobar right it's just you know fucked up situation there's you know they just basically all you have is all these guys had was each other fighting to the very you know to just to the very end so um that movie is 
like your traditional like i said it, it reminds me of black hawk now like combat wise just like fucking bullets flying non-stop you know explosions and you know action non-stop um and sometimes it is a little corny um but i didn't realize that actually i was like damn, i was watching i was like damn this, some of the acting is kind of bad but then it turns <laughs> out that some of the uh actual soldiers in that battle were in were actual actors in that in that movie <laughs> they played themselves oh wow okay so when i when when i learned that at the end because at the end they interview them and stuff and i was like oh shit that's why right because it something about it seemed like kind of unnatural like the, the way it was filmed like it it seemed like uh almost like a like a fake documentary yeah because um, just because of the acting but um yeah it's pretty it's pretty intense uh i would say check that out if you can too i think you would like that one reminds me of what that there was that other movie that i think it was like a british or australian do you remember that movie where it's like they were out overrun by like africa it was like in africa uh it was a movie similar to that you know what I'm oh about? yeah yeah i know what you're talking about um starts with a j i think um but Jude. yeah there was a, i think they were australian yeah it was that it's very similar so like it's just an outpost that's just getting fucking uh, enemies waves of enemies coming at them um so i would say you should check it out and then uh did i tell you about um that show called the liberator yeah i i so actually saw <clears throat> i i watched it uh i think we just talked about it off podcast because I, I brought podcast. it up yeah, I don't think we brought it up, but I brought it up to you to see if you uh, started watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you you did watch it. Yeah, yeah. I I I think I'm like I I have two more episodes to go before I finish okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that one to me was all right. Um, it it was a really interesting like premise based on a true story too. And again, this is like war, like nerdy war stuff. Like you and I were both into World War Two specifically. Mm-hmm. and it this one was to me really fascinating because it was an actual world war ii unit made up of native americans mexican americans and like cowboys and they were in the front lines and it was all bad for them but you just kind of and they were led by they were treated really poorly by a lot of people in the military right but their their captain their leader was this dude who was pretty righteous right he was a pretty good guy and he king arthur he, uh, I liked seeing how he sort of brought them all together and helped them like, you know, fight through things and try to survive. Yeah, it was, it was a great show. It's not, wasn't a show um, that was focusing on, on action. It was mostly focusing on like the storytelling of, mm-hmm. of the units. But I really like that part. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's a really good show. Like I, the role that you're um, describing of the captain, like, totally fits the guy because he played king arthur in um merlin the series or he mm. he played arthur he wasn't really king yet but yeah. um but yeah and you know he kind of had that kind of uh same those same characteristics uh that merlin helped him so it was cool yeah. to see kind of like that same almost the same not the same character but the different character that was played by the same guy that had the same traits you know right so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had a feeling like this guy is so familiar. Who the fuck is this guy? Because yeah. you know it's it's like animated. It's, it, it's hard it's to tell. Animated. It's, it's they got like a filter on it that makes it look like a comic book or anime. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They have the that filter going on, and then um, 
Valine looked it up and she shows me like, oh yeah, no wonder. It's fucking uh, Arthur. <laughs> yeah. That that show gave me strong uh, Band of Brothers vibes. Yeah, yeah. Remember that show? And and uh, in Band of Brothers, the the one of the lead guys, uh, Winter. Remember Winters? Mm-hmm. He was like the he was like the leader. He kind of had that same type of vibe almost uh, except this yeah. guy was a little more captain america ish like yeah like that's from this, true the, from this one from this show yeah th- um, <laughs> and uh, speaking of world war ii down we're, we're on a war, world war ii movie kick another movie i just finished today i had kind of been watching little by little here and there is uh enemy at the gates remember that movie oh yeah that one's on netflix too i <laughs> Dude, love that movie man i watched it when i was like in high school i remember being yep. like a fucking badass and I haven't watched it since, dude. I watched it again, and oh man, like fuck that movie. <laughs> that movie also doesn't disappoint, man. No, I I love me. I love my uh, good like World War Two, um, like saga, right? Like it's this one was specifically about Russian sniper and German snipers. Like, um, there's so many things about that movie that like haven't aged well, <laughs> but at the same time. It, have you know like it actually i should say it's aged pretty well like it's some parts again are kind of corny it's kind of weird that they're like it's a russian movie and german movie but it's all in english right that's always weird to me (laughs) um but it's still really well done dude you still even though they're like using like british accents or you know fake ass german and fake ass russian accents like they still the character the the actors still do a really good job of portraying like what like a russian person would be like or a german person would be like yeah but uh that always intrigues me man just like again what it was like to live in times during a time like that right specifically being a a russian um a, a russian civilian in stalingrad during the battle of stalingrad you know they they like again like you see what it's like for some of the people still living in a city that's just like really f- like just fucked up i think that was stalingrad right yeah based in stalingrad <clears throat> yeah and it's just crazy how many um germans and how many russians died during that battle man it's like some of the largest amounts of casualties like ever in a battle well i mean you're sending guys running off of a train you know one guy has a clip <laughs> one guy has the gun you know yeah 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 <laughs> they would give guys like one guy they would tell them you what happens they wouldn't have enough guns for everybody so they would have like you said they would have the guy in front holding a gun and if that guy dies the person behind him has to pick that up and i think sometimes they would have like fake guns if i'm not mistaken like wooden guns to make it look like they had guns oh my god it was crazy <laughs> women were fighting which is pretty badass during those times right because russian women were like i mean at least what the movie portrayed was that russian women were also on the front lines they were also snipers they were also like you know there so that wasn't very really common kind of like uh you know the other stories you hear about world war ii like the liberators right those those uh units made up of diverse uh groups of people mm-hmm. good stuff man good stuff anywho that uh, anything else there johnny boy uh dude that think that's good but dude we've been not doing this for like almost an hour <laughs> yeah that's pretty amazing minutes so yeah it's pretty good for just the two of us just the two of us just me and you you and I. we can make it if we try yeah well uh 
it, it's anything you know you want to say before we wrap up here anything holiday related uh just be safe everyone um and I, I want you all to enjoy i know it's christmas and new year's coming up but i just ask you to be safe i know not everyone's going to be staying at home locked up so just be safe you know be cautious and don't be traveling late at night because you know if it's past seven o'clock and you're in the bay and the popo see you like where are you going that's essential homie fine mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i hope you all have a safe happy holidays uh thank you again for listening to us um we do this for not just for ourselves but also for you so we hope that you know next year will be a much better year for everyone and that uh you all continue to listen to us all those couldn't friend have, in Mexico. Couldn't have, uh, <laughs> yeah, all three of our listeners. All three. Couldn't have said that better myself, Johnny boy. Um, I just want to wrap it up. You know, again, tell tell your friends about us. I feel like this podcast is spread by word of mouth. Um, you can find, you can tell your people to find us on many platforms, right? Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, no longer Google Play. Kind of miss saying that, but <laughs> yeah, we can just keep uh, saying no more, ra- no longer ra- Google Play. <laughs> radio, yeah, uh, radio.com, I tune in.com. Best place to find us is at I am the podcast now.com. Um, you can listen to our podcast there and whatnot. You can look at our, our unfinished or undone <laughs> bios there. Nothing there. Shit. Yeah. You know, I said I was going to work on that. Yeah, man. Work got pretty busy, busy bro. You've been, you've been busy. Maybe <laughs> next year. Maybe, Maybe next year. Yeah. One of my, uh, Jose, who listens, he's a, a regular. Oh, yeah, Jose, there you go, yeah. He's wondering what we look like. He's like, he wants to see a picture. <laughs> I would tell him to check out the website, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all good. But uh, anywho, and um, again, yeah, like John said, happy holidays. Be safe, everyone. Hope you uh, have had a good year and is nothing but better this coming year. Um, for those of our loyal listeners, we love you. Thank you for following us. Uh, happy, happy new year. Happy, happy new year. And we out. Boom. Just like that.
Okay, ready? Yep. What's happening? Oh, that's really loud. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. It just like really fucking crackles. It happens every time, dude. Okay. <laughs> What's happening, everyone? I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> 